Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Lost Rhetoric. I am Jason Dingus. Thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks to all the return listeners and welcome to any new listeners. Please get on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, uh, let me know what you think. Uh, I got a few reviews, I got a few ratings, you know. Not not too many, but I'd, it'd, be, it'd be nice to get more, so... Take a little time if you if you like what you hear, or even if you don't like it, just get on there and uh, speak your truth. I would love to to hear some feedback. Um, you may have noticed some new theme music at the top of the show there. That is uh, my son's doing. He likes to play with this app on my phone called Splash. That is a bunch of kind of pre-recorded sounds, pre-recorded loops and he uh he made that you know he's not even two years old and he just hits these buttons and he record he hits the record button as well and he he made that from scratch and it's pretty awesome so uh i hope you like it i I might keep it i don't know let me know what you think definitely definitely let me know if, if you if it fits if it doesn't fit i think it fits pretty fucking great but yeah I'd like to hear your feedback on that, honestly, since I'm switching it up out of nowhere. Uh, write me at lost, uh, lost rhetoric podcast at gmail.com or hit me up on Facebook at Lost Rhetoric Pod. I just started an Instagram page for the show. Uh, it's at Lost Rhetoric Podcast, so please check that out and follow. I'll be posting weekly, of course, maybe more. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's some new stuff to announce. I'm pretty happy about all that stuff. So, uh, another new thing that I'm going to start doing is I'm going to let you guys know what music I've been listening to recently. Um, so, I'm going to go back a little deep since this is the first one. I'll go back a couple weeks instead of just a week since I've been listening to some stuff that I want to want to shout out here, but... First off, uh, Lil Baby's The Bigger Picture. I'm sure you've heard it. Everyone's heard it. It's an amazing song. I think the lyrics and the song itself belong in the Library of Congress as like a, a, a kind of a historical artifact. Um, it's just every line is important, and he just fucking knocked it out of the park. So listen to that song if you haven't, and if you have, listen to it again. Uh, the new Run the Jewels album, RTJ4, great, amazing, as usual, just n- always getting better, I swear. Uh, but that was, that was a couple weeks ago, I was listening to, to, to that a lot. Um, this past week, I've been listening to the new Margot Price record, uh, that's how rumors get started. If you don't listen to Margot Price, check her out, really, she just... She's another one that's just getting better and better, I feel, with every record. And uh, I kind of ordered some vinyl. I, I haven't really ordered a record all year. I've been kind of have these strict rules about what's coming in and out of our house during quarantine, basically. And I decided, you know, I'm going to order some records. I'm going to do it. I'm going to support some, support some record shops and you know, get my record fix in. So I've been listening to some of the things I've gotten in the mail, uh, some classics like Social Distortions, White Light, White Heat, White Trash. Uh, that's been 
spinning quite a bit and i got a stray cats 45 the uh sexy and 17 and the b-side is my one of my favorite songs of all time looking better every beer so that's been playing a lot and also zephaniah hora's album this highway i think i'm saying his last name right o-h-o-r-a ohora uh insanely good record if you haven't heard it so check it out and that's what I've been listening to. Speaking of music, uh, my guest tonight is a musician, as am I. And you'll, you'll, music's going to be coming in and out as a theme on the show. A lot of my guests are musicians or people I know through the music scene who play weird music and like to talk about weird shit. So um, keeping that theme alive uh my guest tonight is dave angelini who i met playing music on tour we get into how we know each other here at the beginning and you'll 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 notice a moment where i'm trying to talk over him but he's not allowing me because he's just in the zone but i'm trying to get him to say what his bands are uh and he never did so i will let you know his bands the band that i he was in when i met him was a band called heavy medical and the band that he's currently in now is Shit City. So, yeah, just wanted to get that out there um, because he, he never really did. But we get into talking about the moon. Um, so tonight's episode is me and Dave Angelini talking about the moon. Here it goes. What up? Dave. Yeah, you got me. I think, I think Sweet. it's it's all good. Uh, everything's all good. Awesome. I was just watching some uh, documentary. Instagram, the advice on Instagram had like this thing up, and I like clicked on it because I wanted to see it, which I'll tell you in a second. And I was like, it's fucking twenty three minutes long. It's a documentary about any documentary about uh, Shaggy doing wasn't me. Um, so I was like, I gotta figure, I gotta find out the history behind wasn't me. I was just watching that while you were calling. <laughs> well, I'll send it to you on Instagram when we get off the phone. Oh man, I can't wait. That sounds. Great. <laughs> <laughs> How did it happen? I, now you'll know. I've been dying to know. And it was, you know what? Spoiler alert! I don't think it was him. <laughs> I mean, according according to him, so I don't. all I have to go on, but I don't think it was him. Well. Story for another time. We'll we'll talk about it after we both watch it. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll be another episode. <laughs> all right. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, my guest tonight is, and make sure I'm saying your name right, Dave Angelini. Correct. It is Angelini. Yes. Sa- fucking nailed it. Uh, so yeah, Dave, you and I know each other from music, playing shows together. Uh, pr- mm-hmm practically sharing a bandmate by coastal style in a sense in in, mm-hmm. in anthony uh so uh, yeah just i guess give a little intro who who are you and why are you talking to me all right uh yeah so like me and Ant grew up together and he's played off and on with my band and got on tour with us and stuff and then i met you when you guys were on tour, when Honduran was on tour with Drunk Dad and came out to Philly, and we played in uh, we played in Brooklyn together too. We did. Um, we did like a little mini thing, 
Um, and that's how we met. And then you knew it was your your uh, band. Nate, uh, uh, what's his last name from Snack Truck? Oh yeah, Nate Rapol Gull. Yeah. 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 And so just like, real I, quick, I your 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 band. And we that and like whatever. And then uh, yes, yeah, so I moved out here like two years ago, and then we started playing shows together. And uh, I don't because Ant was telling me something about I knew about the podcast, and then Ant and I were talking about it. And I think Ant said something where he's like, "I'll talk to Dave or whatever," because like probably like since I moved to Philly, which is in like 2011. Probably a little bit before that is when I started to get into, like, David Icke shit and stuff like that. So, like, for the past, like, nine or ten years, it's gone from there. So, it's like, that's basically, it's funny, I was talking to my roommate before this, and I was like, oh, I'm a little anxious, whatever, I've been, I've been treating this like fucking, you know, I, I got a paper due, I've been doing research for, like, a week <laughs> and shit. I know way too much shit about the moon. I knew way too much shit about moon conspiracies before we were even going to do it. Oh, man, see, well, um, you, you, you're the cat's out of the bag, tonight we will be talking about the moon so yeah so i just i don't know conspiracy theories or weird shit and alien stuff and whatever has kind of been like the only thing that i could if, if i were to have like a ted talk which <laughs> i don't think that would be good for anybody it would be on some sort of like weird stupid thing that you can watch a thousand youtube documentaries on <laughs> which i have <laughs> Way more, way more YouTube documentaries than books. Her- I have, I have books about stuff, but oh. I've not read as many of them as thousands of YouTube documentaries. You, you learned about the books from your YouTube documentaries. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's the way that's the way the world works nowadays. But <laughs> well, it's also good. Oh no, no, no! That's just that's just the way it is, man. I mean, people. People uh, see things on the internet and their social media, and that's how they hear about uh, books and people and music and things now. You know, it's just, that's yeah. life. Yeah. Well, we were talking about that yesterday, about, like, flyers as opposed to Facebook posts and Instagram oh, yeah. and stuff for shows. Or, like, you know, flyering and, like, who, like, you know, nobody puts ads in, like, local newspapers for shows anymore. Like, nice. I remember that when I was growing up. No, uh, the city papers, they do. I mean, kind of, but, but yeah, I guess, yeah, that's yeah, I guess different. Like, uh, the Mercury and shit like that has it. They're all going um, paperless anyway. What's that? I said they're all going paperless anyway or bi-monthly or they're all kind of dying, unfortunately. Yeah. But I mean, we're, not here, we're not here to talk about local papers. At least I don't think we are. Nope. <laughs> we're here to talk about... Uh, the moon. Talking about the moon. Oh shit! Sorry. Let me just say this real quick. Oh, go for it. If anybody wants to look it up, I just remembered one more moon thing that I didn't think about at all. Okay. There's a really random fucking SNL um, sketch from I think the late '90s, and um, this is like you know Will Ferrell days, kind of like when they like fired everyone and hired new people, so mid '90s or whatever. And they just started doing, like, weird, like, sketches that were, like, little movies. They weren't just, like, live stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, there's one about um, Buzz Aldrin or, um, no, I think it's Neil Armstrong. But it's just him going around his everyday life. And it's just, like, him thinking the entire time that he was on the moon. And mm-hmm. at one point, there's a Minor Threat song. I forget what it is. And then I was, you know, like, 17-year-old me was like, oh, shit, Minor Threat's on, like, SNL. But, like, he's just, like, waiting in line at a store or something, and someone, like, goes to talk to him. And it was probably out of step. Like, boom! <laughs> <laughs> like, I landed on the moon! And he's just, like, screaming in his, in his head the whole time. And I can 
completely forgot that there was like a moon. I've never. I've never seen that. I'm gonna have to, now. Yeah, everyone's was, gonna have to look I it up. I saw it once, and I like somehow remember it from like you know in, at least twenty years ago, if not more. That's awesome. That's that's a good thing to know because now I got to check that shit out. Probably as yeah, soon as this is over. Probably, I think it's it's probably filler or something. Or, oh, you know, one of perfect. the more popular minor threat songs. Um. Well, yeah. Everyone talk about the moon. Everyone look into that. Let's talk about the moon. So yeah, I mean, essentially, you know, we're gonna get into some hollow moon stuff, some Apollo mission stuff, some alien stuff, and yeah, some really weird shit. Um, <laughs> but I guess well, the, even regular shit about the moon is, is weird. pretty weird. I mean, the moon itself, the moon itself is is weird. What was that quote you told me yesterday about? Uh, it's Oh, it's like something about it's easier to explain the non-existence of the moon to explain its existence. Ex- yeah, and in a lot of ways, it seems true. So um, it's just like every it's like everything fell happened to fall in the place completely perfect. Like I was, I wrote some shit down where it's like the mean density, so like average or whatever, of the Earth is five point five grams per centimeter. The moon is 3.3 grams per centimeter. Oh. So it's, like, way lighter than the moon. And, like, shit like that. Like, its orbit, all that stuff. Yeah. Doesn't make sense at all. Way more easy to explain that we didn't have a moon, which maybe we did at some point. Maybe we didn't. Um, but, uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense why it's there, because it's just everything is too perfect. Well, before we get into the, the weirdness and the perfection of it, uh... I guess I, I I wanted to give uh, a strict scientific definition of the moon because you know we all know what the fucking moon is obviously yeah but uh, I just want to give a I'm gonna read it uh, just cl- just clean slate this is the fucking moon scientifically based on uh, the Wikipedia page that I found uh, really easy to find if you just Google the moon it's the first thing that pulls up <laughs> all right so. <laughs> Apparently, the moon formed 4.51 billion years ago, uh, and the prevailing, prevailing hypothesis is that the Earth-Moon system formed after an impact of a Mars-sized Mars body with the proto-Earth, and the impact blasted material into Earth's orbit, and then the material accreted and formed the moon, and the moon's far side has a crust that is... 31 miles thicker than that of the near side. This is thought to be because the moon fused with two different bodies. All right, and uh, now we're going to get into some kind of hard numbers for people who care about hard numbers, but we're getting real serious about what the moon apparently actually is here. So the moon is a differentiated body. It has a geochemically distinct crust, mantle, and core, the moon has a solid, iron-rich inner core with a radius possibly as small as 150 miles and a fluid outer core primarily made of liquid iron with a radius of roughly 190 miles. Around the core is a partially molten boundary layer with a radius of about 310 miles. The structure is thought to have developed through the fractional crystallization of a global magma ocean shortly after the moon's formation. And uh, mainstream scientific opinion on the internal structure of the moon overwhelmingly supports a solid internal structure with a thin crust 
an extensive mantle and a small denser core. So, with that in mind, let's talk about the fucking hollow moon. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, it's like, I wonder where whoever did that Wikipedia article got their information from. Oh, it's all, it's all, it's, it's, it's all reference. It's all collaborative. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all so, there if you want to look at, actually check every fucking source, but I didn't. It's just, it's just funny because like, you know, there's so many things that we're going to talk about within like, you know, the next couple minutes that are just like, well, this is like kind of almost factual and it doesn't make any sense or it doesn't like go along with like what, you know, the definition of, Right. It's funny. It made me when you were reading that. I was like, wait, like solid core. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And then uh, it just reminded me of the the NASA acronym, never a straight answer. And right. Like, like <laughs> NASA data, which is like such such a fucking like weird conspiracy theory like nerd thing. You know, NASA. I was thinking about sheeple today because you were talking about having a word. Like, did you have a word that you wanted to try to incorporate into the episode? Oh yeah, thanks for reminding me. That's a that's a new that's a new uh, that's a new thing I'm gonna try out. Uh, I guess it's uh, t- tonight's new word is uh, a word that I've never used in a sentence before, and I've kind of always wanted to. Or it's just you know it's mostly gonna be probably me fingering through the dictionary and just randomly finding a word. Uh, but tonight's a word I've had in my head for a long time, and I've never actually used it in a sentence ever. And the word is tangential. Oh, I see. I know of it. It's yeah. funny to be like it an seems... adult and realize that you haven't you haven't ever done something in your life. I know. Well, this is there's a lot of words I, I haven't even I've never even written the fucking word. So tangential. Yeah, and it what seems like I, I have an idea of what it means. Well, we'll find out when I if you a definition. we'll find out if I use it correctly. The definition's for you to find out. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to try to use it okay. correctly, okay, and then in context. <laughs> in context, so I'll try to figure it out. Uh, so yeah, wait for it. I'm going to try to fit in the word tangential tonight. So <laughs> and I'll try to use sheeple in a serious way, in Perfect. a joking way. Perfect. I don't think I've ever done it before. Uh, but. Uh, I, I don't want to use it just. I could use the word right now, but I'm gonna wait because trust me. If anyone it. knows the definition <laughs> of this word, I wanted to tell you about my whole setup. I got my fucking notebook with like pages of notes. I got Dark Mission right next to me. If I gotta look anything up, I got my computer <laughs> open next to me, which is currently on the size of the Earth because I wanted to compare the or the age of the Earth because I wanted to compare it to the Moon. And then I got like four beers and a bottle of whiskey. So I'm, I'm ready to go for like an hour. Our setup is exactly the same. I have Dark Mission right nice. beside me, a bunch of beer. I just posted it on Instagram, my whole setup. But <laughs> I'll send you a picture. <laughs> All right. So now let's get into the this hollow moon, which a lot of people also refer to it as the spaceship moon, and we'll get into why. Mm-hmm. Or artificial moon, kind of. I mean, that's that could not necessarily be hollow or hollowed out or right. planet, hollowed out planetoid, whatever. Yeah, all the same shit. All the same. So the first, well, kind of the same, but the first actual mention of the hollow moon was of course by the one and only hg wells in 1901 in a novel called the first men in the moon so i guess people credit kind of credit hg wells for putting it out there and fucking people's brains Uh up because you know the hollow earth theory has been around for centuries so yeah uh he's maybe he's just you know why not the fucking moon? Like riffing off of that a little bit. Yeah. Um. So 
I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go a little backwards on the the Hollow Moon chronology. I only got a couple things I really want to talk about, but um, before we get in and do any Apollo missions and any anything like that, because <clears throat> uh, I want to talk about these Russian scientists that wrote uh, an article in July of 1970, which is around the time, you know, Apollo 11 or Apollo 12, I think was already out there. So, you know, the man missions had just begun within the last year or so, but, uh, were you able to find anything about that earlier? That no, article that I, I couldn't either. So no. maybe, maybe it's the same thing. And I just have watched way too many documentaries. <laughs> maybe, but this is, this is, this is, this is the first, this is the first scientific article I could find that wasn't a, apparently a work of fiction, and it was from 1970. Okay, I there was something from the, like 1915 or 1920 or something, but like I said, I I couldn't remember what. No, 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 no. I, I saw I saw some novels and things like that, works of fiction, but this is the and actually was an article written for a publication in Russia called Sputnik, which apparently it was like their reader's digest. Um, uh, so you can, you know, Sputnik. it's called Sputnik. So you can <laughs> take from that what you will. But, uh, the authors were Michael Vassin and Alexander, uh, Sherbakov. And they were, and that was who, built the, or who engineered the moon or who built the moon? Or? Uh, the article was called, is the moon, the creation of alien intelligence? Question mark. Okay. And then yeah. they book after that too. Uh, yeah, probably maybe. I don't know. I think they do. I think they did. Who built the moon? But anyhow. Oh no! Who built the moon was uh way after. Well, not way after, but it wasn't them. It wasn't these two dudes. Uh, okay. It was some British, a British dude, and maybe two British dudes. Oh, but, Christopher Knight and Alan. Butler. Right. Exactly. Um. So yeah, these these guys were actually with the Soviet Academy of Sciences which is what it was called at the time, and then it was called the Academy of Sciences of the Soviet Union before it all crumbled. Soviet Academy of Sciences, so the acronym is Kind of, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, for sake of argument. Yeah. So the, the only quotes I could find... From the actual article, I couldn't find the whole thing, but this is this is kind of how they they're selling this thing. They say, and I quote: "Abandoning the traditional paths of common sense, we have plunged into what may, at first sight, seem to be unbridled and irresponsible fantasy. But the more minutely we go into all the knowledge gathered by man about the moon, the more we are convinced that there is not a single fact to rule out our hypothesis. Not only that." But many things so far considered to be lunar enigmas are explainable in the light of this new theory. <laughs> yeah, so they're kind of like... I like that. Yeah, I kind of like that. It's, it's kind of like, uh, this is fucking crazy, but there is nothing concrete that can disprove anything we're fucking saying, so try it. And there's so many <laughs> weird things about the moon. It's like, hey, listen, sheeple. <laughs> nice. You know, open up your mind a little bit. There he you is. Know. But yeah, it's like, what, it's that thing about space in general. It's like everything's so fucking weird. Everything's so fucking weird about the Earth. And this is like, who you get, like. There's so many things we don't know. There's so many things about like you know prehistory and like ancient civilizations that can be more advanced than us or whatever. Like there's so many things that we don't know. And to say that 
you know, we, you know, we have a little bit of intelligence and we think that we can like figure everything out. It's like, we don't fucking know. No. And this, and this was, this was in 1970. This was less than a year or a year or less than a year, around a year after the first manned mission to the moon. So we like really don't know. That was 69, right? Uh, Yeah. So, which that, of course, that was planned because we're going to talk about the Freemason rituals. Oh, we're yeah, we're going to get like into a, all that shit. 1969 was on purpose. Yeah, exactly. I would have planned it. Yeah. So, what they say in this article, what they, the, the theory they propose, and I got this from ancientcode.com. I'm just, because I'm, I'm probably, I'm just going to read it really because I don't really can't think for myself, sheeple style. Uh, so, <laughs> So, transcendental, trans, <laughs> trans, transgential. Well, that wasn't transgential, really. We'll get we'll get into that. I'll, I'll fit that in, hopefully. All right. So, uh, the the theory is that the Earth's moon is not a natural satellite, but a planetoid that was literally hollowed out eons ago in the far reaches of the universe by super advanced intelligent beings possessing a technology far superior to ours even today. So uh-huh. what they what they what they're basically saying is that uh an alien civilization had uh used massive machines to melt rock and form long cavities within the moon and then spread the molten refuse onto the lunar surface. And if you know mm-hmm. if you know the exactly hollow there's there's like two theories where one it's just hollowed out and one where it's like kind of, you know, yeah, like caverns and stuff, which is not any different than, like, shit that happens here, like, dumbs, like, deep underground military bases they <laughs> yeah. have, on, you know, supposedly under Denver Airport, but they have, like, you know, oh, they yeah. have stuff, they have those giant boring machines yeah. that just look like a giant drill or something from, like, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Just, I was talking <laughs> to my roommate today, where it, like, it, like, bores into the ground and it, it like, liquefies or makes everything, like, into, like, molten. Yeah. Like whatever, well, you know, hard, it hardens it, so it just like it heats it up and then it solidifies. But they, we have that technology now, and it's not the craziest technology. No, we have. because it's apparently so it's ancient like, technology that was used on the moon to terraform it. Mm-hmm. And if you know about the surface of the moon and the the, the metals that are on it, it kind of makes this theory does kind of make sense. You know? Well, that's a, like, yeah, it's like, it's like if you will just think about, if you sheeple, you sheeple. Or just think about something different for, for a day, you know? And you know, who knows, who fucking knows? It sounds, but like, we did it on our planet. It's yeah. Not, you know? It's this, not is, this is an old idea. This is apparently a very old idea. But why, but the, the reason why they are doing this excavating oh, of of the uh of the hollow or hollowing out the moon is that uh they are they're basically creating a ship so mm-hmm. <laughs> what does this say it says the the moon was preserved by a hull like inner shell in addition to a reconstructed outer shell of metallic rocky junk their words and eventually this enormous craft right so they hollowed out the fucking moon and basically the the the, the hollow moon is it's a hull and the outside is the the, the hard rough exterior like a boat you know like a Which ship makes and, sense because you would want to protect it yeah exactly and so this enormous craft like the fucking death star was steered through through the cosmos and finally put 
in orbit around our planet, which comes back to what you were talking about earlier about the perfection of the fucking placement and the orbit of the moon. Like, how can it be so perfect? And they're saying because it was fucking driven there. How do you describe that? And you're like, well, an easy explanation, which is kind of like like a flat earth thing where it's like, I'll come up with the answer and then I'll try to figure it out. But like, but I mean, it's to, to back them up. An easy explanation is like, how do you explain it? Well, here you go. Here's how you explain it. Somebody fucking put it there. Somebody put it there. Yeah. A long time ago. Somebody fucking put it there. And it's what? It's four, 400 times smaller than the sun. The sun is like 400 times the distance from the earth or whatever. It perfectly covers you know, like it's just everything is. Just oh yeah, an so, eclipse. Yeah, you know, it's, if it looks yeah. like a duck, walks like a duck, and fucking smells like a duck or whatever, it's probably a duck. I would, I would, I would guess it's a duck. <laughs> but in this case, it's the moon. It's the moon. Was, the moon is there. a duck. Was it, but it, was it reptilians or the Anunnaki? I don't know. Who yet. knows? Who knows? But uh, let's let's actually talk about this. Uh, what's on the surface, which which was apparently, you know, from the the inside of the moon, spit out onto the surface of the moon. So apparently there are a bunch of like lunar rocks that contain processed materials that don't occur in nature, like naturally. They just so. I, on, on Earth, or just in them? just in general, yeah, apparently, apparently these things. There's no way that they can exist unless there there's a process to create them. You know, like you like oh, gotcha. you, yeah, yeah. you figure out you figure on the moon whatever you find is like a natural thing, but they're saying yeah, no, some shit. That. Yeah, some shit happened, and these things, you know, I guess blended and formed because there was uh, they were fucked with and processed. So. There, I mean, apparently there's brass and elements of uranium. This is shit I don't understand, but this is like, if you know what the, the fuck this stuff is, this might pique your interest. But uh, brass, the elements of uh, uranium-236 and neptunium-237, and those elements have never been found to occur naturally, but they're in lunar rocks on the moon. And... Um, Uranium-236 is apparently a radioactive nuclear waste, which is found in spent nuclear and reprocessed uranium. Huh. And, and Neptunium-237 is a radioactive metallic element and a known byproduct of nuclear reactors and the production of plutonium. So that shit's on the moon's surface. And apparently they've also found... Rust-proof iron samples, which yeah, does not what, like, what exist. Yeah, what is up with that? Yeah, and there's no. There's also like the the Earth has like you know way more. I, I wrote this down somewhere, but I'm, I'm a, if I find it, I find it. But it's like the Earth has like all this iron. And the Moon doesn't. It barely has any. So it's like if the Moon was formed by you know bashing into some like formation of of the Earth, why are they made out of different things? There's like no iron on the moon but there's like magnetic rocks and like iron they were talking i was watching something talking about dttv is one of the youtube channels that did one of the moon documentaries that i watched and they have a bunch of good stuff um but they were talking about how the moon dust and the moon rocks also don't seem like they're from the same place huh like they don't match up the composition and like stuff like that and it's just like so the moon composition doesn't match the earth 
So the whole theory of it bashing into the Earth doesn't make sense. There's one where also, like, the gravity of, of the Earth just collected a bunch of stuff. Like, maybe that makes sense. But, like, if they had collected a bunch of stuff and made a moon, that would make more sense than it grabbed a planetoid a third the size of it. Where it's like, you know, like, Jupiter has moons the size of our moon, which I was thinking this week, it's really funny that every other moon in our has a name. So we just named our moon the moon. It's like your dog, dog, or something. Oh, you, you're, but, uh, you cut out for a second. What'd you just say? Was that? Did I cut out? Oh, you just got a little, yeah, a little cut out there. Oh, well, I was saying that, like, um, well, I was saying it was dumb that we named our moon the moon because every other moon has a name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the moon. The name is the moon. The moon. Um, but, fuck, what was that? <laughs> no, no, I lost my train of thought. Oh, sorry. Um, you, you were talking about, um, uh, you were talking about the moon. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, the, the, for, the formation of the moon and how the materials on it come from, um, different places. Oh, so, does, yeah, it doesn't match up with what the Earth is made out of. Right. Oh, but, yeah, so it's like the other theory is that the Earth just grabbed a bunch of shit that was, like, close to it and, you know, the gravitational field pulled it in and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that created the moon. You know, but if that's the theory where it just got a bunch of small stuff and that made the moon, then how could our gravity grab something that's a third the size of it? That, like, you know, our moon is, like, we're almost like a, what is it, biplanetary or dual planetary system, where it's, like, every other planet that has a moon the size of our moon is, like, Jupiter or Saturn. They're, like, huge planets. Huge, yeah. They even have, like, smaller moons or a bunch of moons. We have one, it's fucking huge, and it's perfectly placed around us. Yeah. Like... Perfectly. That's just, wake up, people. <laughs> yeah, man, it 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 actually is pretty wild to think to think about now that I've. I mean, I never thought about it until I, I read this stuff, and you know the the fact that the the orbit is it it just stays with us. We only see the near side of the moon. We never see the far side of the moon. It, it, Which is how like it wobbles. They explain it. Yeah, like, oh, it's, it's a locked orbit. It's a like, it's totally you, I locked. I didn't look pretty much about this, but just because you come up with a term for it, where it doesn't exist anywhere else in the solar system, with planets of multiple moons that are bigger that have more gravity, we just happen to have one that the same. It happens to spin just the right amount of like I forget what a moon day is or how many times it has to spin around the Earth to rotate completely, but it's like it just happens to do that. But the one side just faces, you know, us the whole time. Like there's right. so many coincidences. It's like it's like me watching that Shaggy documentary before you <laughs> called me. It's like he was like she thought he was banging in the in the bathroom floor. She thought she caught him in the shower. <laughs> like, and he's like, it wasn't me. If it keeps happening and it looks like Shaggy and it seems like it's him, like Shaggy's probably cheating on you. You know. <laughs> So it's like, you know, the moon, if there's all these coincidences, it's like, I don't know, I'm not saying it's true, but it is definitely something to, you know, entertain the thought of. Yeah, and, you know, we're going to get into the dark side of the moon later and what the fuck could possibly be happening there, because it is kind of interesting that we never actually see it, and it's it's totally different than the, the near side, you know, I don't know, I mean, it's the shady dark side of the moon, you know? Yeah, um, it, totally. it, it's set up that way, possibly. But um, before we before we get too, you know, 
we're, we're not off track, obviously. There's a, there's no tangential thoughts happening right now. There, <laughs> we're, we're all, I feel like some, like some siren has to go off. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're not. Yeah, it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. But we're, you know, we're actually pretty on point. But uh, I do want to move on to um, some of the Apollo missions that kind of had some science that seem to prove this 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 kind of hollow if not hollow a less dense inner mm, core of like, the moon yeah, like caverns or yeah whatever. yeah so some sort of nefarious moon type stuff right yeah so we got this russian scientist theory of you know this this i guess alien race hollowed out the moon and drove it into place which is Hey, you can't disprove it, so fuck off. Like, let's. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's not gonna stand up in court. Not gonna, no. Like, you know, like no one else is, is saying that but, it didn't happen. No, yeah, no, no one, one. But else no is one can. What really happened? So fuck it. But put it up there on the board with all the other theories. Right. So, uh, at the same time, man, in 1970, this is all kind of coming at the same time. So you know, Apollo 11, 1969 first people on the moon yada yada but we'll get to them later uh so in 1970 after apollo 12 launched or they launched in november of 69 right but in 1970 popular science um published an article about this incident but when they left the moon in 70 uh, they deliberately crashed the ascent stage of the lunar module, Module, you know? So, you know, they get yep. blasted off and they fucking drop it and it falls back to the moon, hits the surface close to where they landed. And they had put uh, what they call OSEPs, like Apollo Lunar Surface Experiment Packages that are basically, they're like seismographs and they, you know, oh yeah, just fucking read data on the the moon's surface and be below and all that shit so like moon quakes and shit yeah yeah so apollo 12 launch, takes off back to earth and then they drop the lunar module back to the surface hits near the seismographs and they claim that the moon rang like a bell for about an hour yeah. Which would lead one to believe that it's hollow or hollower than uh Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know So that was that was always a thing for me that was like you know, because that's like NASA evidence. It like it's yeah. never a straight answer. But it's like yeah, that's like that's NASA evidence and it's like, okay, it rang like a bell. That would be like, Well fuck, it's hollow. And like, you know, not that I you know I'll entertain that any of these things are possibilities and not that I believe them, but it's like, all right, that's a very good, you know, that's, that's good evidence. That is good but evidence. And there was some stuff that I was like, look there that I saw when I was looking up stuff within the past week. And out of all the shit I wrote, down, <laughs> this is not one of those things. Um, but it was something about the amount of water or the lack of water compared to the water on earth. Yeah, and the, exactly. The density yep. on the moon. Um, because like it's core, I, I saw something where it's core maybe lighter than its surface or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like there are hypotheses, hypotheses or whatever of why 
why that happened that could explain it without the hollow moon theory. Like I said, like the right. lack of water. It's like the the ringing stones or like singing stones. I remember when I lived in Philly, there was a place in Jersey you could go near a river and all the you could just bang on the rocks and they would just like reverberate. Right. So it's like it is like a natural occurrence, and I didn't know like. You know, I heard about the ringing like a bell thing like years ago, but I didn't, until I was like really looking into stuff, I didn't hear about like, I think we were talking about watching the same video where it was a girl that looked like we would see her like a show or something. Right. Like, like tattoos and like pink hair or something. Yeah, vin- vintage, vintage about, space. Like, the mineral composition and the lack of water or whatever and like yeah. maybe why that that's what happened. Right. Yeah, and that, that makes sense because Apollo 13 which launched in April of 70, did the same thing when they left. In, on, on purpose. To, on purpose to, as well. To see what happened. And, right. it, it, and it crashed again, and they said it sounded like a gong, and the, yeah. and it, the reverberations lasted for three hours, right? So, uh. so there's two Apollo missions saying that shit, the, the moon rang, and a sound kind of reverberated forever, and... Um, yeah, the an explanation could be there's no moisture there, and on Earth, you know, it's mostly water, and anything it's gonna any impact would be dampened, and it's not gonna reverberate. On the Moon, you have no liquid. There's nothing. There's nothing like that. So of course it's gonna reverberate. There's nothing. There's nothing there to to soak it up. You know. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, it's... If you cover a bell with a bunch of, like, mud, it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna sound like a bell. Yeah, I mean, so, it's... Like, if you take, if you take all that off, you know, then, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, the Earth's, like, a nice recording studio, and the Moon's, like, a big, massive concrete warehouse that... Yeah, exa- exactly. ...that exactly. you play in and just sounds like shit. But, but I mean, like, you know, bounce, sound bouncing off everything. About, but like, is that a nice way of explaining away something that, you know, might actually be a thing? Yeah. Like, that's, when you, you're talking about like conspiracy theories and stuff, you have to like, it's kind of like you have to think about, I think about both sides where it's like, the moon rang like a bell. It's like, oh, fuck, that's crazy. And then it's like, all right, well, maybe that's bullshit. And then other people are like, well, it's because there's less water and stuff. And I was like, all right, well, that kind of makes sense. But maybe that's a bullshit answer. Yeah. You can't really explain it. No, and it's just like why you can't like the moon apparently orbits like closer to the equator or like something about like lower than it should on the Earth compared to like how every other moon in our solar system orbits planets. Like so, it's like you know the distance, the size, the orbit. Like you know, so it's like there's you know that those are very strong things that make me think like maybe like the explanation of less water and shit on the moon is kind of maybe bullshit maybe maybe just like an easy scientific explanation that like people will accept but like you know maybe they didn't actually do all the research well no one's been in the fucking moon so (laughs) i mean there's also that so it's like yeah it's it's that up too yeah it's put that on the board where it's like no one can prove it's not because people have been in the earth and people you know there's uh that that dude phil schneider if you know him he built like underground bases and stuff he was like an engineer that apparently got in a firefight with aliens and got shot and he's missing two fingers and he has like a giant scar on his chest seems legit i don't know 
But um, Looking yeah, like that. he was underground, and like people still don't believe that he was like working for the government, building underground bases. So it's like no one, no one has ever been in the moon. So like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you don't know. You don't know, and uh, I mean. So, like, being able to just dismiss it because it sounds crazy, it's like, it's fucking space. There's black holes and dark matter, and yeah. half of what we don't see makes up space, and, you yeah. know, we don't understand anything about it. I mean, I, I like and believe the theory that it rings like a bell because it is less dense in the inner core, and, may, I mean, it, it could be just the natural makeup of the moon, or... I, I mean, I'm not ruling out the f- the fact that it just got dug out. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess. Like, uh, okay, I'm not. So how long? Who am I to rule that like, out? You know, what's that? I said, who am I to rule that out? I'm not. I'm, that's I can't do that. Not me. Well, it's like you know, we, how long has is, is our civilization been around for? Like a couple thousand years? You know, like intelligent? You know. 10,000 years, whatever, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. So it's like it only took us like a couple thousand years to get where we're at. If there is any life on any other planet and the universe is billions and billions of years old, like it hasn't happened before, or like if it only takes 10,000 years and we got billions of years, then like who's to say, you know, and I, I think we're going to end up talking about like ancient moon stuff. and Oh, we're, about ready, we're about ready to get into who's that. To say it didn't happen a billion years ago. When the universe is already a couple billion years old, you know, it's just a very naive. Like, oh, we know we know about the past couple thousands of years, so we know everything about a billion-year-old universe. Yeah, it's a very naive way to think. It's kind of a silly way to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking so fucking sheep. Fucking <laughs> But it's funny. I, it's good. I'm glad you alluded to this because I did want to get into this Zulu legend. You know, this is this isn't yeah. science. This is, I mean, you know, this. Something shit like this could lead to, uh, could pique a scientist's interest to look into uh, what the moon is. But it's a really cool story. Uh, so, yeah. So, the Zulu tribe legend of the moon basically states that it was brought here hundreds of generations ago by two brothers whose names that I'm going to butcher... But Wawani... So it's Wawani and Mpanku. And they were the leaders of apparently reptilian extraterrestrials. And they were known as water, the Water Brothers. And they, they had scaly skin like fish. I think the Water Brothers was like a failed WWF yeah. uh, tag team. It was like, hey, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. The water brothers, uh, just their oh, yeah, hair is always I, wet, and they wear them fucking quick, there's like mermaid a suits. Like, yeah, like the people from like Sirius B or whatever, like the Dog Star, came and they made like a lake or something, and they got out of their spaceship and they went into the lake, and then they came out of the lake, and then they like that's when they like came on the Earth and talked to people and stuff like that. Hmm. Like, that's also like that might be like a Sumerian legend, but it kind of goes. It's like the aquatic. Whatever, it's the same shit, you know. Oh, um, yeah, like, I, I got a little note about the Sumerian thing, like, Enlil and Enki, the Lords of the Earth brothers. Oh, yeah, and that's like a Nibiru Planet X kind of thing, which also 
goes to like the Great Flood, which also I was I, we can tie it in because the Zulu legend talks about stuff before there was the moon, and then how the moon fucked up the tides, and there was oh the Great yeah, Flood. that's like a, a thing. Yeah, but well, I'm getting too far ahead. A little, just a little, but we'll we'll, we'll come to it because. So apparently, Wawani and Impanku, I'm all about saying the names because I think I'm fucking nailing uh-huh. it. Uh, stole the moon uh, in the in the form of an egg from the quote Great Fire Dragon, and yeah. here's where we get into the hollow moon shit. They emptied out the yoke until it was hollow, and then they then they rolled the moon across the sky. What are you doing there? Making a drink? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, it was, whatever. Yeah. I, basically, I was making a drink. <laughs> Good. All right. So then they then they rolled the moon across the sky to the earth, which brought about cataclysmic events on the planet <laughs> on this planet that ended the quote golden age of the past. Yeah. Okay. So we we read the same thing. And the thing that, that makes me so that that's going the golden age of the past is like when the earth was beautiful and lush and apparently it was it had more water vapor yeah, yeah. and then when they brought the moon over it fucked up everything because the moon affects the tides and stuff and all the water vapor fell from our atmosphere which made everything super lush and that's what made the great flood mm-hmm. you know the moon being here by like reptilians or some sort of like higher intelligence that are like our overlords or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I that I was thinking about when you were saying that that I thought about before is what do you think is up with the egg analogy? Why do you think it's like well the like folklore thing or whatever like an egg and they hollowed out the yolk like it like an egg seems like a life kind of thing so it's like I wonder why that's like it why seems that's part of the, the mythology it, it seems to me that they it's kind of like. Uh, they had to drop some weight so they could move it. So that's, it's like they had to empty it out so they could roll it across the sky and put it where they wanted it. So it's like, like a fucking hot air balloon dropping sandbags or some shit, you know, it's like, this thing's, this thing's too heavy. You you have to have some sort of like easy explanation to explain something as insane as that. Right. But you know, I mean, they do follow up the, 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 they emptied it out. And then they rolled it, so maybe they couldn't roll it. And <laughs> when it was full, they had to empty. They had to empty it out. You know. All right, fair enough. I don't know. I've never had to move a planet before, so I don't. I don't know. Yeah, neither have I. But if, if I guess if you have to, that's that's what you got to do. You got to empty it out, hollow it out. But yeah, yeah. Sense. it's like the thing if you've ever poked a hole on either side of an egg and blown out the yolk. It takes like a minute and you get lightheaded. But you can like throw it at someone and they think they're getting hit with an egg, but there's nothing inside of it. Oh, yeah. We used to make angels for the top of our Christmas trees in elementary school doing that egg heads, like blow out the oh, yolk. Oh, weird. Yeah, we'd blow out the yolk and keep the shape of the egg and draw on the egg shell. Talk about a ch- tangential <laughs> thought. easy way to get a coli, too, <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> All right, so uh, so yeah, like you were saying about the Earth, it it the the Moon being put into place did uh, you know fuck up what the Earth once was, and apparently women women well, talked about how it drastically changed the Earth. Yeah, drastically. How the Moon in general drastically affects the Earth and affects 
everybody. And like we were talking yesterday, it's like if we're 70% water and the moon affects the tides, it's going to affect us. So, yeah, it's like the Zulu thing was like, oh, you know, the Earth was totally different before they, they put the moon in. And it basically, according to that legend, I think, it fucked up the, like what, what the it Earth seems was. Like it, it seems um, like it did. It was a paradise and... Now it's there's some violent tidal shit going on and some violent weather, and you know it also says that women did not menstruate <laughs> before the moon arrived. So if you wanna if you wanna get mad at something, get mad at the moon Which about. I don't know why that would be. Well, I guess that's you know that's not it's uncomfortable. So it's just another thing to fuck with humanity. Yeah, Which, how, so I guess all this. So it was. How are you gonna prove that one? Um, which I'm not going to say their name, but I'm trying to look, um, cause they also compare them to, it's Anki and some other dude, which are like, um, like if you know anything about like the Nibiru and the planet X thing, where it's like the planet, that's the other thing about the moon stuff. Like the more I've been looking stuff up, like the more that I want to talk about the moon, the more it's like, wow, you got to kind of talk about the Earth, and you got to talk about Mars, and you got to talk about Saturn, and mm-hmm. it's like, it's all kind of like... It's all tied together. I you mean, know. you can't have you can't uh, have one without the other, you know, apparently. Exactly. So, so well, like, and that's like the Richard Hoagland thing, which I guess we'll, we'll touch on. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, it's stupid to think that if people, like, you know, his stuff is more like ancient civilizations and not stuff that's like, if there's current aliens anywhere... But it's like, oh, they lived here, you know, there's like pyramids on on the Mar- on Mars and pyramids on the moon. So it's like, yeah, if they could get to Mars, why couldn't they get to the moon? Why couldn't they get to Saturn? You know, so it's like they would have hit up a, a bunch of planets. But like the Nibiru thing is like it's that planet X that, you know, orbits our solar system, orbits the sun. But it's like it's, it's year is like thousands of years because the orbit is like so big. But it's like. Uh, the, the theory is that they, the reptilians that David Icke says or whatever, accord and ties it in with the, the Zulu thing, but they like caused a great flood, which could have been by the moon, and then um, they either went back to Nibiru. But I was I was reading a thing where they were talking about how when the flood happened and it like you know destroyed almost everything, they went to the moon because the moon was hollowed out. Mm. Um, so there was, it's, it's kind of like how like Osiris and Horus and all these Greek gods are just used as like different names throughout history, but it's all the same shit. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, there was like the two Zulu, the Zulu thing, but the two brothers. But then if you do it, it's like the Nibiru Anunnaki conspiracy theory thing. It's like Enki, which is like the guy who also like sliced everybody's genes together and like created humans and then I forget the other guy so it's Enki and the other guy but it's like yeah it's the same shit just a different story yeah Enki and Enlil yes yes that's what it was yeah yeah it all seems kind of like I mean it just like uh, I mean I don't want to get whatever religion it's it's all the same shit said a different way I guess exactly yeah exactly it's like you know like I remember when I was a kid I was like talking to my mom about like what's the difference between like my, my friend's Methodist and she's like well it's basically the same thing but like you know some stuff is different yeah because like, I grew up like Christian and it's like yeah it's like you know same stuff but same just, stuff like, from a you know a, a different book or whatever definitely a different book uh but um to tie up this Zulu uh myth I guess um so I guess 
Zulus and other native African uh, tribes and cultures say the moon was built far, far away to keep an eye on people. Yeah. And as a vehicle to travel the universe. And... So, David, but David I guess yeah. it was made in Saturn. Right. And sent out here. Yeah, and it's, you know, the mothership for reptilians and... <laughs> That's where they, yeah, it's exactly what you were saying. That's where they escaped to during the Great Flood, and um, yeah. uh, so which apparently, if you go with that that theory, you know, the moon is purposely put here to fuck Earth up, you know, because they're like some sort of overlord thing or whatever. And then yeah, they like fucked it up, and then they went to the moon to hang out until everything died, down and then like came back and started everything over, and that's when they spliced. Our genes with Neanderthal genes or whatever, <laughs> so we can mine their gold. <laughs> oh my god! Well, it's it's all possible. And before we get into yeah, before we get into the 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 David Ike and Hoagland and Bill Milton Bill Cooper stuff, uh, since you know this this myth kind of does say that. The moon is essentially, I don't know, a base, and, yeah, like it's, and it's, it's a like ship, a man, like and quote it's, unquote man-made, yeah, like intelligently designed. And that's what everyone's. Um, the Russians are saying that too. I mean, it's it, it's kind of a manned, a man-made and manned operation, you know. Which it's like you know, Russian scientists or whatever from the '70s saying this. You got Zulus from a thousand years ago yeah. saying like shit about it, like. I don't know. It's like maybe, maybe, yeah, it sounds crazy, but maybe listen to it. Like yeah, maybe. maybe. It's legit. Yeah, I mean, one could lead to the, one influences the other, but, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, but they're totally different sources, you know? So. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a story all, that's been told. Right. You know, over and over again. It's just. And the, and the if you want to, I don't know if you want to talk about something before this, but if you want to make the Zulu David Ike connection, there's that too. Um. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? It, yeah, let's talk about it because I I do still want to get into the Apollo Eleven shit, but okay. it, oh, it, yeah. it it all oh, kind of. Yeah. We can do. Well, I think we can do that. It all kind of ties the, together because. Uh, the other moon shit. Yeah, it all kind of ties together because whatever the fuck David Ike is talking about, maybe it's what Buzz and Neil and they all saw. Who knows. I, I mean, I think so. I think he got, he does, like, you can say whatever you want about him, and I can say whatever I want about him, but, you know, I've watched enough stuff and read enough stuff that, like, he at least does his research. He might do too much research, <laughs> which I think is his problem. Well, I think a lot of people um, think he makes up like, a lot of shit, too. Of so. Everything has some sort of effect on something, and it's just like, I don't know, it's like the Freud thing where it's like, yeah, this is a penis and that's a penis and whatever, but Freud is like, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Mm. You know, it's like, I mean, you know, there's not, every rock you unturn, there's, there's not something under it. But um, yeah, David Icke is like obsessed with this Zulu shaman named Credo Mokma. Uh -huh. And they're like, I, you know, I've tried, I swear I've tried. But there's like a three hour interview Oh boy, David Icke and Cradle Matwa and like oh Cradle Matwa, you know, I, would... I can't speak more than one language, but he has a heavy accent, and 
you know, and it's a, it's a bad, it's like one camera angle for three hours and the, the, you know, the sound quality is fucking bad. And like, it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a rough trip for three hours. Okay. So I've probably, you know, in the past five years stoned, I've probably watched it maybe three or four times and gotten like 45 minutes into it. But Damn. besides the fact of him talking about how he got initiated into being a shaman where he had to dig up a corpse and, he, and cook and eat its hand. Who, who, this is the Credo guy? And he was abducted by aliens. This is the Credo the Credo guy or David Icke you're talking about? Yeah, so no, Credo, Credo Mutwa. So he's a Zulu shaman. Okay, so okay, we're talking about him. All about him. Okay. And um, he talks about the two brothers. Um, and then he talks, he's from the, the like the Dogon tribe. And they were the, the people that talk about how people, like aquatic beings from Sirius B, like the dog star came here and, you know, told us all this shit and told us about the solar system. That's like why the Dogons and the um, Sumerians and shit knew about like Pluto and a map of the solar system, like thousands of years before we did, or, you know, we knew about Pluto like seven years ago or something. Like they had maps about it before. So he's saying that they came here, like the Dogon Mm -hmm. said that the Sirius B or whatever, People came here, which also could be reptilians or, you know, the Anunnaki or whatever. David Icke says it's reptilians, but he also kind of says it's like Anunnaki, but I guess he thinks it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, so that's like in his tribe and everything is all verbal, I guess. So it's all passed down like verbally and stuff like that. It's like a very important thing. Like, you you know, like it's not, you don't fuck around if you're like a shaman, you know, like you have to know your shit. Um, And yeah, not only has he been abducted, but he knows like all this like super prehistory kind of shit. And yeah, that's he he talks about like the moon being brought here, um, being hollowed out or whatever, being brought here, set up, put you know, put perfectly in place to, you know, affect us. It affects our mood, it affects the water, it it fucked up, you know, the the ecosystem of the earth before that. You know, it's basically like oppressed us. We were talking about yesterday about how, you know, you can't get into like REM sleep if you don't if you're not in, like, total darkness. Mm-hmm. But then with the moon, especially, you know, hundreds of years ago when people were, like, sleeping more outside or, you know, whatever, you know, if you have the moon that's out there all the time that's, like, bright and it's it's fucking with you and you can't function, like, that's a way to, like, keep people oppressed mm-hmm. or whatever. That's a way to, like, screw with people. The full moon, the, the tides, like, you know, the the you know, the gravity from the moon, like, pulling on your body and the water in your body and, like, fucking with you. Like, that would make sense that it's, like, a control thing. So that's, like, that's, like, the whole Zulu thing and David Icke, like, fucking eats all of that up. And, like, that's his, that supports his, like, reptilian thing that reptilians are broadcasting something from Saturn mm-hmm. and Saturn's rings. Saturn's which, rings, right. According to him, you can, there's videos where you can watch rings being created on Saturn. You can watch it. Before. Watch and it. all, like, broadcast <laughs> shit. So Saturn, so he's got the Saturn moon matrix, which can also go to the Hoagland Mars thing, which we can get into. But, like, yeah, so the Saturn is broadcasting all the signals. This is David Icke through Kratom Mawa. Broadcasting all the signals to the moon, and then the moon is controlling us and observing us. Right, and he's he's basically saying the the moon is an amplifier, right? Yeah, no, it's a, yeah, it's a, like a, an observant quote unquote observatory or something. Yeah, and you know, yeah, it's like it's like an amp to you know they're sending the signals that are like. I don't know, brainwashing us or like, or the moon's picking up signals and sending it back to Saturn. 
I don't know. My Saturn moon matrix knowledge is not up to par. Uh, so, I'll read some shit real quick. All right, so he says, The rings of Saturn are the ultimate source of the signal while the moon functions as an amplifier. He claims that frequencies broadcast from the hexagonal storm on Saturn are amplified mm-hmm. through the hollow structure of our artificial moon, keeping humanity trapped in a holographic projection. Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, it's not, I mean, like, it, it sounds so fucking insane, but, like, yeah, it's like, I, have you seen pictures of that, like, hexagonal no. storm? Um, no. like, it's all like what I forget what they're called like um, something solids like geometric solids or whatever it's like all the shapes that come out of sacred geometry or whatever that can be mm-hmm. produced in nature that are like you know whatever it doesn't matter but like yeah it's like the hexagonal thing on like Saturn is like one of those things where it's like a geometric pattern that like doesn't fucking make sense but like you know exists yeah well if I mean if anything Ike's theory is saying what everyone else that we've been talking about is saying that the moon is hollow. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, if everything it, else is crazy, but bullshit you, or him reading into it too much. Yeah. He's at least, but the thing, it's like, you so say you got the Zulus from hundreds, thousands of years ago. You got Russian scientists. Yeah. You got crazy David Icke who used to be like a, a soccer star that thought he was like the son of God. <laughs> Um, who also does a lot of research. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like, you, it's like over and over again. It's Dude. like uh, different people from different times and different walks of life are like saying the same thing to you. Yeah, true. And I don't want to discredit David Icke more than he's already been discredited in whatever, but he, <laughs> he's, he's, he's been recently kicked off Facebook and YouTube for uh, oh, I, don't know, really? I don't know if you read about this, but his connect he's connecting COVID to five G, and he's making these unsubstantiated un- claims connecting the Whoa. two. And there's See, that's the thing. It's like, there's strict rules against like, that. Actually, that was like you were right, and then he'll do some stuff where you're like, "Holy shit, dude!" <laughs> like, yeah. Well, he 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 made a claim that Israel was using the crisis to test its technology, I guess, meaning 5G technology, and that mm. any attempt to require a vaccination amounted to fascism. So, you know, with all these strict rules about not I mean, you you can't put these big ideas about COVID out there that are just not steeped in fact you know you get people all worked yeah. up yeah so they they i mean they then i still can't remember it they all oh, transgential <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you know these trans, transgential ideas out there yeah so they need they they booted them but you know if that's if that's if that's it if that's if that's the reason why uh i don't see why trump is still allowed any social media exactly he's doing more harm than fucking david ike you know what i mean um yeah but i would like to see david ike's rebuttal on why he got kicked off oh i'm I'm sure sure it's out there theories about how people were trying to like suppress what he's talking about or something yeah well now we are getting into some transgential thoughts here on the the main topic (laughs) i'm finally it's finally starting to make uh the the opposite of transgential is relevant so, ah, okay. so most of my thoughts are <laughs> transgender. 
but since since we mentioned it, um, we can get we can get into uh, since we we've already gone out there. The let's talk about some Richard Hoagland in NASA. Oh yeah. Um. And, and then we'll then we'll yeah, come then know, we'll come back. It'll be a nice NASA conspiracy theories and yeah. Like Are you hearing me fine? Because you're sounding a little bit weird every once in a while. No, I'm talking over you. But uh, I think I think talking about Hoagland and NASA will be a nice tie-in back to Apollo 11, and we'll. Oh yeah. Know, oh, we'll, we got to talk about like the you know the yeah. Buzz Aldrin stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Hoagland, yeah, Hoagland's so, got some crazy Hoagland's shit. More, he, He's definitely not like an, an alien guy. He's definitely and and he's a he's like a pre like ancient civilization thing. Like didn't not like didn't he work for NASA? Was that didn't he work for NASA at one point? I don't know. I huh. mean, I could be he wrong. Would probably try to tell you that. <laughs> but you sent me that thing like that that good description of like Dark Mission, which is great because it summed down like seven hundred fucking pages dude i couldn't even oh, finish the book man i couldn't finish it years ago i couldn't include, finish it which would be like a great summation of the book is it's so masturbatory it might as well be like fucking jack off porn yeah <laughs> yeah everything like everything every other sentence in that book is just like oh everybody loved my research so much and like it's just like how can i read this if you're just like Stroking your own ego the entire time. The entire time. He'll he's gonna he's gonna somehow seek this podcast out and mention maybe 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 we'll get a mention because he he calls out all of his his critics. Fuck so. you, Hoagland. <laughs> Fuck you, Hoagland. I don't uh, know shit. You can't, you can't you can't come at me, but I don't care. They're still, still full of crap sometimes. All right, I so know, I feel like he. Like, he really wants some stuff to, like, be a thing. And I feel like he tries to connect a lot of dots. He does. And he he talks, I mean, he, he talks the talk, and he talks it in a way that people don't understand. So uh, maybe... It's hard to argue about it, yeah. Yeah, maybe we don't understand enough. Um, but do you know the, the gist of... These moon missions, what he claims the moon missions are all about? I do, and I'm cut off guard a little bit, because I'm rolling <laughs> a joint, and I left my notes downstairs. So I'm gonna go, all right, well. I'm going to go I'll, off the cuff a little bit. Uh, is it, am I allowed to smoke weed on this podcast? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, you can smoke, you can do anything you want. I'm I'm here alone. It's cool, I'm going to go outside, you don't have to worry. Um. Yeah, so, the, I mean, okay, so here's this thing where I'm totally going to get off topic, and I, like... More okay, tangential, I'm, I'm tangential thoughts. I'm like, dude, write shit down when you're talking about stuff, like, three things at once, so you don't forget about it. So, hold on. So, yeah, so, like, Hoagland talks about, like, he talks about Mars a bunch before he talks about the moon. Right. In, like, Dark Mission. Right. Well, and well, it's, like... He does Sidonia on on the moon, which like kind of looks. It's like I think it's also where the face is. On I'm sorry, Sidonia on Mars, and I think it's where the face is. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's three pyramid-looking structures that are very similar to the pyramids of Giza, the three pyramids and the Sphinx. Which I never thought about the Sphinx, the Sphinx and the and the face. Mm-hmm. I, I actually want to look that up and see if they're in 
relative positions or whatever. Um, but yeah, he talks about like the pyramids of Giza, like it's in the same, um, like this grid where they're set up in the same way, which if you look at the pyramids of Giza, um, they like fit into the great, uh, rectangle, like the Fibonacci sequence thing, they're like mm-hmm. wind up in the, the perfect way and they face like fucking Orion or some sort of constellation. I saw some whole move on fucking speech, right. uh, like talk about this and it was, it was painfully dry, but, um, right. but yeah, it's like, so Mars has these supposed pyramids that are in the same setup as the Earth pyramids. So then Hoagland started using that to try to find similar structures on on the moon. So he apparently has found pyramids that mimic pyramids because it goes back to like, you know, if aliens could go to Earth and they could go to Saturn and they could go to Mars, like why would they go to the moon? Mm-hmm. So it's like they built pyramids on Mars, built pyramids here, they built pyramids on the moon. So he's found structures supposedly that just look like, you know, someone rubbed sweaty hands all over a a blurry black and white picture from NASA said that there were, he's like, oh, you can see like pyramids there. And you're like, I don't see anything there. <laughs> but if you're trying to back up your point, like fine. Right. Um, but yeah, he said that he found pyramids there. He said that he found uh, like glass structures, like ancient, ancient buildings that have collapsed. Um, and some of the pictures look, you know, a little bit like they, they actually could be. But like, some of it looks like kind of bullshit. But like, I guess it goes back to the whole thing where it's like, if the universe is so fucking old, you know, what are the odds that we're the first smart civilization if it only took us a couple thousand years to get this this far, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. And Hoagland's research, from what I can gather, every every mission has this purpose and it's very exact, uh, like the timing and the detail that goes into it, and the alignment with celestial bodies. It's like a, it's all ritualistic, right? Well, I mean, I guess that goes back to like, I mean, I don't, I don't know enough about like, uh, what is it, JPL, the Jet Propulsion Lab, and stuff that the, the fucking dude, I forget his name that was like in like the OTO or some sort of like a cult, like Golden Dawn and kind of stuff. Like he started that and had shit to do with L. Ron Hubbard. And mm. he was in a bunch of occult stuff. And that's why like, there's a documentary on Amazon called, um, the Aeon or whatever. It's like A-E-O-N, however you say that word, mm-hmm. the Aeon of Horus. And it's basically about the dude that started JPL, which led to NASA and like his involvement with like, Aleister Crowley and the occult and um, like pre-Scientology, I'll run Hubbard and stuff. But um, yeah, so it's like talking about NASA, they um, like Buzz Aldrin was a Mason and I don't know what degree Mason he was, but to like regular Freemasonry, there's like 33 degrees, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So they, I don't want to, right, that just, sounds just good to yes, me. I don't even know. <laughs> but there's like the public doesn't know. Minutes after they landed onto the moon, this is all from like dark mission, like the Richard Hoagland thing. They performed some sort of like Freemason, like Masonic ritual, <clears throat> and yeah. then also I want to say, ah, fuck, never mind. Some <laughs> sort of constellation was 
completely it was like a, like 19.5 degrees above the moon like yeah that's the whole thing it's like be, yeah these 33 minutes after they landed on the moon and like they did this fucking freemason ritual and like you know cut off contact with nasa while they were doing it because it happened to be while they were like eating their pre-moon snack or something yeah well that's that's the whole thing about what he's saying is these these missions are the secret missions the dark missions of nasa are all these like secretly planned like i guess rituals you know it's really crazy um it's like mad it's like weird like magic or like occult magic or like a cult you know it's like it stems from the golden dawn and the oto and hermeticism and like rosicrucianism and all that shit if you're if you're talking about um fucking what's his name but i'll look up in a second um that started jpl the jet propulsion labs that you know did nasa like yeah it's all like occult shit and all the missions are like apollo this and that which are all like greek gods and everything and according to david ike no significance in that we, we were talking about this yesterday or i texted you or something um that like one of the the missions where like the rocket exploded david ike was saying it's like oh it's apollo whatever and it's like apollo went close to like the moon the sun or no it's icarus i don't know i don't fucking remember but whatever it's all symbolic and like apparently that was like a sacrifice mm. that that like nasa was doing because nasa is this like a cult organization and like yeah see well i'm gonna i'm gonna read this quote from uh this uh article i found and i'm i'm uh, I don't have the source listed, but I'll I'll get it out there later. But so uh, it kind of gets into that. So at talking about all these NASA, the Apollo missions and stuff, and uh, the timing of them and the significance of them, it says at the exact minute of these important historical occurrences, the constellations that are held as the pinnacle of the Egyptian religion rested at very significant positions in the sky above the landing spots slash takeoff points. Not once, not twice, but multiple times this occurred like clockwork. And when one moon landing was scheduled to land at a time in which these constellations wouldn't fall in their preordained positions, the mission would experience technical, quote-unquote, difficulties it would be held in orbit until the problem was fixed, and the lander would then touch ground perfectly on time for the constellation to be right where it needed to be. So, like the, all of these things like are, the it's all ritualistic. Like, it just happened to be so perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's all, yeah, and uh, he also claims that major players in the Space crow program, uh, it's a long line of Scottish right. Uh, Freemasons, Nazi German, fucking former SS not, uh, officers, uh, Aleister oh, yeah, Crowley. I don't, I don't think we talked about. You know, this is all like what is the people determining what is all these NASA missions are and what, you know, where they're going, when they're landing, when they're taking off. It's fucking nuts. over on Project Paperclip and he made the, basically the V2 rocket, which is like the first rocket that we launched in the space, like, mm -hmm. and the Nazis were totally in their cult stuff, obviously. So it's like, we have a fucking war criminal, a Nazi scientist now, right. now working, one of the main people at NASA, doing this shit. So yeah. it's like, it, you know, again, so, it's like, if it looks like a duck and walks like a it duck, could, whatever, it could be. Like it, 
it's just like it all point all signs point to yes. You know? Yeah. Well, now that we've now that we've gotten away a little from the hollow earth alien fucking presence on the moon and kind of talked about more the human uh i guess manipulation or just just the ritual behind what could be the space program all being bullshit in in a sense we can uh and like you said buzz aldrin apparently was high up there in the masonic uh freemason freemasonry yeah uh, we can come back a little because I, I kind of want to get away from Hoagland. I don't, I don't want to talk about him too much. Whatever. Fuck yeah, it. I mean it's it, it's fine. We already we mentioned. Yeah, it. we already That's mentioned it. It's, it's a fun ride, but shit on there. it's a fun it's a oh, fun no. sh- ride as long as it's short, right? It's like fucking Space Mountain. Yeah, exactly. I guess. Not not like the seven hundred <laughs> fucking page book that he wrote. <laughs> the, that he re- they like I the re-edited one. Oh God, whatever. It, my my version says my version my version says New York Times bestseller on it, and I don't even believe that. I don't believe that. I do not. I, like, <laughs> I can you look that up? I don't. I, I don't believe it. All right. So so get getting getting away from the the David Ikes and the Richard Hoaglands of the the moon, I guess. Uh. We can get into some of the... Like, Apollo 11 was really interesting. So, you know, the first manned mission to the moon. You know, Neil Armstrong, fucking Buzz Aldrin, all that shit. Uh, we all kind of know what the hell that is. So, it the secret... I guess it's not even really a secret. It's pretty popular. But, uh, Neil claimed... To have saw, had had seen, he had seen two UFOs on the edge of a crater, right? Mm-hmm. And this is well, there, I, was, there was a thing about when they were landing or something. Yeah, where they were just like exactly. You know, some sort of like off off the record quote where it was just like there's so many things, like they saw like a bunch of spaceships or something about like oh they're all looking at us. Yeah, so like yep. Something See, about, I, I'm gonna read that. that. There was other shit. I'm gonna read there. that right now. I'm gonna. I, I got this. This is from this book, The Occult Connection by Ken Hudnall. Uh, So Armstrong apparently saw two UFOs on the edge of a crater and asked NASA what they were. Uh, And this is apparently according to a former NASA employee whose name is Otto Binder. Great fucking name. Uh, And he says, and this is some technical shit I don't understand, but he says unnamed radio hams with their own VHF receiving facilities that bypass NASA's broadcasting outlets picked up the following exchange. (laughs) Some very unofficial shit. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, this is the exchange between uh, Apollo 11 and NASA. Very brief. NASA Mm -hmm. says, What's there? Mission Control calling Apollo 11. Apollo 11, which I believe is Neil Armstrong responding, and if you, I guess if you know anything about Neil Armstrong, this language is kind of weird, but he says, these babies are huge, sir, enormous, oh my god, you wouldn't believe it, I'm telling you, there, there are other spacecraft out there, lined up on the far side of the crater edge, they're on the oh, moon yeah, yeah, yeah. watching us, right? So that's what, that's the apparent 
literal fucking exchange between... That's like one of the first three people to be on the actual fucking moon. Mm -hmm. And like, he said that. Yeah, yeah. You can't discredit that because it's like... They're, they're not picking anybody. It's not like fucking Joe Sixpack is going no. on a fucking moon. Like, no. This guy is like a scientist. Like, no. This guy is like... You no, know, and he, you can... He's one of the three people that they picked to go on the moon. And then you have quotes of him saying this. Yeah, and you can't discredit it even further because former chief of NASA communications systems, Maurice Chatelain, I believe you would say it, uh, confirmed that you Neil... Know I would say. He confirmed. How would you say it? I don't know. I don't know. But you don't know how I would say it. <laughs> it's a mystery. So could he, this guy, confirmed Neil Armstrong had reported seeing two UFOs, and he said it was com- he said it was common knowledge within NASA, but nobody talked about it. And he also confirmed that their radio tra- transmissions were interrupted on several occasions and hidden from the public. So. Uh, but even beyond Apollo 11, he claims that all Apollo and Gemini flights were followed by vehicles. And every time it happened, they told Mission Control, and then Mission Control ordered them to stay silent. Uh-huh. Right? So it all started with Apollo 11, but apparently it, it just kept happening. They kept seeing, and they're like, nope, not even going to fucking... We're not talking about this, or at least the public. Uh, it was so. It was so much. Yeah, fucking pretty, pretty crazy. And uh, this is this is kind of a, it's not an aside, but it, it, it's kind of an annoying thing because I don't believe it. But they started using the for the public, you know, with the whatever the feed, t- television feed and shit. They started using. They apparently started using the the code word Santa Claus for for yeah. And then uh, an astronaut James Lovell on Apollo Eight said very plainly, "Please be informed that there's a Santa Claus." And a lot of people were reading into that. That oh God, he's saying that there's a fucking spaceship out there an alien spaceship you know but he said it on f- fucking christmas days <laughs> so to me oh, i didn't know that no okay. to me it sounds like he's trying to make children smile <laughs> not so not so much like a code word yeah. it's, it's kind but, of but again how who, coincidental how, as it was who knows who knows you know it's like oh he just happened happened to say it you know whatever. yeah who knows? Like on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So apparently... Th- but what was the thing where it's like Buzz Aldrin apparently after like the the moon mission like was like a shell of a person and became... Oh, both of them. Both like of them. Punched some dude out that like called him out about like some nasty shit. And like, um, <laughs> dude, kind of just lost it. Dude, both of them. That's, that's a... I guess we can get into that a little bit because they were both a little fucked after... Um, I mean, also, I, I, I could see we're being on another fucking planet and seeing your planet, like, whatever. That could change you enough, you know? Well, that, being, that could make you different for the rest of your life. Absol- I, I get absolutely, that. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it could go either way. They either were just absolutely blown away by what the fuck just happened and being the first people to do it, 
or they saw some crazy shit, or both, you know, it could be... A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or they were part of some shit that, like... Or it was a Masonic, know, or... Freemason thing was real, <laughs> like, they were part of some shit that, whatever. Yeah, yeah, who knows. But, so this this incident with Neil Armstrong seeing these aliens, uh, or the spaceships, apparently was confirmed by Soviet, uh, the Soviets, and... They said that the encounter was reported immediately after they had landed and that NASA had censored it. That's, you know, you can always just say Soviets and Russians. There's no fucking names or dates or anything tied to this. It's, it's just like, whatever, fucking Soviet. It's just like, just like it is now. Nothing's changed. But, uh, so, uh, to tie up this, and, you know, we all kind of know that Neil Armstrong kind of became a, a recluse after all this, right? Like he didn't really talk that much. And he, no, he, he was on that one SNL episode and that was it. Yeah. He kind of like fucking disappeared. Right. So, uh, I can't remember which article I got this from. Oh no. From the occult connection book, actually. Uh, okay. this is apparently an exchange an an exchange from an anonymous professor which is shady to begin with. Right. With Armstrong at a NASA symposium. And it doesn't say when the fucking symposium was. It just says an anonymous professor talked to Neil Armstrong at an undated NASA symposium. And here's the exchange in quotes, like it was actually recorded by someone. So professor, what really happened out there with Apollo 11? Armstrong says, it was incredible. Of course, we had always known there was a possibility. The fact is, uh, of course, we always known there was a possibility. The fact is, we were warned off. And then in parentheses, by the aliens. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was never any question then of a space station or a moon city. And then the professor asks... Moon city? Moon, yeah. You don't even mention a moon city. Like... This is the thing I'm saying. Like Armstrong is just like throwing all sorts of shit out there without being asked. Uh, so Professor asked, "How do you mean warned off?" And Armstrong replies, "I can't go into details except to say that their ships were far superior to ours both in size and technology. Boy, were they big and menacing! No, there is no question of a space station." Uh, which he oh, has he, he, he hasn't even asked about a space he hasn't even asked about a space station so the professor asked uh, but NASA had other missions after Apollo 11 which is a dumb question because it's fucking obvious and then Armstrong <laughs> says naturally nat NASA was confirmed uh, committed at the t at that time and couldn't risk panic on earth but it was really it really was a quick scoop and back again and that was the exchange, which is totally ridiculous to me. That Armstrong. Yeah, I mean, I, I, for, we could have, a, we could talk about just that for like a half an yeah, hour. Yeah, I mean, like he wasn't even prodded or provoked. He just threw out all these ideas. But I like how he's like, <laughs> oh, but I can't, <laughs> I can't talk about I it. I can't talk about it. And then he so says. He says the CIA was behind the cover-up, apparently, as well. Huh. Well, there was, there 
there's some shit that I looked up that I didn't find enough to talk about, but like, you know, like with Kennedy wanting to be like disclosure about maybe aliens or like wanting to go to the moon and disclosure about shit and like, you know, why he got assassinated and stuff. So it's like people talk about how that was like, you know, the CIA shutting Kennedy up about like space or, you know, he knew too much. So yeah, there could be a CIA. Who knows, man? Connection. I mean, these these dudes saw too much. Apparently, Buzz took some color film of the UFOs, and from inside the module, and kept filming when they he got outside, which I don't understand. You know, but I guess the UFOs left minutes after they actually hit the surface of the moon, and you know, like we both said, they both became wrecks of human beings when they came back to the Earth for who knows what reason. Who knows? You know. Yeah, I mean, it could be. It could be. You know, it could be creepy conspiracy theory stuff, or it could just be like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've gone on some fucking road trips or vacations, and I've come back a different person. Oh man, me too. Yeah, to exactly. Yeah, I've 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 taken some mind bending flights that just I'm in my own head, and I come off the plane three hours later a different person. You know, who knows? Exactly. You know, think about going on tour for a week or two. And yeah, go on tour for three days. Whatever. It doesn't even matter. You know, so yeah. seeing your own planet from another yeah. planet could do things to a for person's the, brain. Being the first people to do it. Yeah, I mean, like like we said, it could, it could be that, just simply that, or a combination of the two. You know? He, maybe mm-hmm. they did see some shit. Uh, exactly. But... Um, the 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 last you know uh, i guess we can move on from the from buzz and from neil and the last little funny dude i want to talk about is just briefly is milton milton cooper bill cooper okay who claims he's a former navy intelligence officer author or was Officer, na- former Navy intelligence officer and author. No, you're not right. You're not wrong. He's an author. <laughs> yeah, He's an intelligence yeah. Uh, but he, you know, he he claims that the Navy uh, knows that there's an alien base on the dark side of the moon called Luna. They call it Luna, and there's a huge mm. mining operation there, and they store their mother ships there, and their smaller ships that make trips to Earth, right? So maybe that's what Buzz. And Neil saw was oh, it's kind of like how you you know UFO sightings on Earth aren't necessarily from other planets. They could be you know so it's unidentified, so it could be like you yeah, know, anything shit or whatever. Yeah, shit. I didn't With, even I, I haven't heard about that. I mean, that could make sense. Like it could be like whether it's like what black ops or like it could have been our stuff from other programs that NASA didn't know about. Yeah. I mean, there there could be a legit okay. operation on the moon that we are, you know, we as a, I guess, America, but the Apollo Eleven saw straight up mm-hmm. on the moon, and yeah, who knows? I read a couple of things where they were talking about like, like a Navy mission to the moon or like whatever, and I was like, why the hell? Why, why know, the Navy? Like, I guess like a <laughs> private, you know, it's it's not government, you know. Um, it's funded by the government. It has shit to do with the government, but it's like it's it's not necessarily like a government. It's not like the army or whatever, as far as I know. But there's like NASA missions or Na- not NASA Navy missions to the moon, and you're like, that's like the furthest thing. Like if anything, you Air Force maybe 
you know, but like, why are there Navy missions? Well, now Space Force, yeah. Yeah, I don't which know. Is, I don't know. Which is weird, which, you know, could also make sense why, uh, Maybe. you know, Bill Cooper knew something about that, or I yeah, don't know. who and knows? Again, Bill Cooper's like David Icke, where it's like, you might be reading in the stuff a little bit too much. Well, Bill, he got, he got killed by federal officers he shot a federal officer in the head he was tax evading yeah and yeah he he had a whole he had a whole other crazy he story but whole, that doesn't mean he's he, wrong people come to my house i will you know because, i will shoot them yeah they did. hey man but just because just because of that doesn't mean he was wrong exactly i mean does that lend credibility to him <laughs> who knows I mean, well, it was, maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit, I, or not, yeah. or not, you know, completely disproves him as a crackpot, but I don't know, I think the military involvement kind of... Could be, yeah. Something. It always, like I said, I mean, we talked about Richard Byrd weeks ago, he was a Navy Admiral, yeah. same thing, I mean, Again, just... like, what is that, that dude's got a lot of shit to lose, why would he tell something yeah. fucking crazy if it, you know? Yeah, who knows, I mean, why... I, I don't know where they're coming from, but I appreciate the fact that they put the information out there. Um, yeah. 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 But, Agreed. yeah, so tying up, that's kind of it with the, you know, the moon, the the hollow moon, the alien's presence, maybe. I think we, I think we delved as deep we as deep. We delved pretty I deep. Can, we, we got pretty uh, deep. I mean, you don't. I could maybe another beer in. I could go. I could go. Oh over, man! But nobody wants to hear that. No, nah, we're already at an hour and a half, man. I think we're good. But oh, yeah, I think we're good. What are we gonna do? The China Moon? Yeah, yeah. The a fun a fun way to end it is to talk about this. Uh, we you know, there's the real moon apparently, which we started with, and then there's the hollow moon slash spaceship that we spent a lot of time on, but now. In 2020, we're talking about an artificial moon, right? Yeah, a, a, ch- a Chinese mean, like, artificial I moon. I think that's, that's also kind of a, like a kind of like a news, like a buzzworthy, like easier way to like you know market it, or not market it, but like advertise it. Like it's uh, so it's like some sort of reflective surface, which I I saw something where they said it's like based off of the surface of the moon. I don't know, but the reflective surface. And they want to put one of them up in 2020, which I guess they're doing now, or supposedly. I don't know. Everything's fucking insane, so maybe not. But mm-hmm. they're going to put one up, and then in 2022, they're going to put three more up. And they're going to be right around the city. And I'm going to butcher this if I can find the name of the city. Um, you should see my notes right now. Calling them notes is, is too much credit. <laughs> um I don't know what the city's called, which is better because I would just butcher it. But um, it's like 500 kilometers away, and they're they're doing it as an artificial light type thing, where they're going to save like 174 million dollars um, lighting um, the city at night, and um, yeah. or like during uh, they brought up a point where like during natural disasters they'll have like artificial light. And so it's like kind of like a, you know, more of an eco-friendly way of lighting stuff up. But they're going to put up these reflective discs and they're going to do one in 2020 and then three more in 2022. Like the first one this year is just to kind of try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but then I, the thing I was watching too was talking about. I didn't write down that much shit about it because I was. This was at the point like a half an hour before you called me, and I was like, <laughs> I have too much moon stuff in my head. Right. Um, in '93, Russia did one, and it was only like, you know, like 30 feet in diameter, and it it, it said it was a 50 or five kilometer wide illumination, but it only lasted for like a couple seconds on each point like it, just, it passed over like a couple hundred miles in like a minute so it didn't really like do anything yeah it was like a spotlight tried it like once or twice <laughs> like a spotlight like shining down yeah thing and it, they gave up on it but yeah i guess that's why so they're calling it they're calling it the, like the china artificial moon or whatever but they yeah um, they call yeah. them illumination satellites yeah yeah and the the whole point is that it's supposed to be eight times brighter than the moon, and it's supposed to save uh, the world on electricity, the cost of electricity, right? Like, that's the idea, yeah. is we're going to light up the world from space with an artificial moon. And, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, the Russians did try it, apparently, twice and failed. But... Yeah, the, yeah, the second time they did a bigger one and it just like didn't deploy. Yeah, well, I think but that was the out. third time. I think they actually did get it out there twice, and then the third time it didn't even leave the planet okay. Earth. Um, but yeah, so who knows? Who knows? It, there's speculation that I read that the fuel costs far outweigh what the electricity we would be saving would cost. So, oh, really? Even in the long run? Yeah, like, it would, it would like that that are, you, are you saving any money? You know? It's, I mean, it seems, it, it, it reminds me of the uh, the Simpsons where Mr. Burns puts up like the sun blocker. It's like this like, uh, <laughs> it's a James Bond villain type, you know, type idea where it's like, eh, how, how do we light up the city? Like we just put up like a fake moon. Yeah. It is kind of funny. It's just we got the real moon, or it could be not real. We have, we have a moon. We have a moon, and now we could have. I think after an hour of this, we can. <laughs> it's there. It's I there. Don't know what the fuck it is? Exactly. I still don't know what it is, but now nope. now we're talking about an artificial moon just to illuminate and save on the cost of you know night like lamp posts and uh lighting the night you know in the city mm-hmm. you don't you won't need anything on the surface anymore you're just going to the sky will light it all for you it's a crazy concept but this is something that people are actually working on right now yeah well, an not, artificial I mean, moon it's not a terrible idea one one could think if you're saying crazy theories again with like the moon being like a control thing where, you know, if you don't get it, if you're not in darkness when you sleep, you don't get into REM sleep or whatever, you don't get like full sleeps, you can't think right, you can't, you're not going to be smart, you're easier to be controlled. If it's light all the time, or at least, you know, some sort of like nighttime lightness, which is what, eight times brighter than the normal street lights? Yeah. You know, that that's a whole nother conspiracy theory where it's like you're just trying to keep people like, kind of like. I would lose my mind if it was know, that bright. Like, a little the, bit stupider and not, you know, like, you know, and people can't connect shit and they're, they're sleepy and they're out of it and whatever. But I don't know. That, that could maybe play into it, too. Who who knows? It's all about, con- it's always yeah, about control. It's always about control. So who knows? <laughs> On some level. <laughs> On some level. But yeah, 
Well, from from the real moon to the hollow moon to the alien controlled moon to the artificial moon, we've talked about the moon. We've talked a lot about the moon, so I appreciate you being with me and talking to me about it because it was fun. Yeah, like I said yesterday, thanks for just letting me drink and talk about aliens <laughs> for like an hour. Also, um, I, full disclosure, I peed three times during this. I don't know if if, if you could hear it at all, but I just need, <laughs> need to be honest about that. Yeah, I didn't know. I haven't peed once. Yeah, because I, I was. I was wondering why you didn't, and I was like, I've just been peeing the whole time. Well, I'm I'm up in my upstairs room, sweating with no fan or air conditioner <laughs> on because body, body peeing. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm just pissing all over my my body right now from every pore. <laughs> I'm glad I could be a part of it. Yeah, man. Well, thank you, and we'll do it again sometime. I really appreciate that it. That sounds great. Yeah, man. Thanks for letting me talk about like weird shit for a while. <laughs> well, we'll do it again, man. Sounds great. All Have right. a good night. You too, man. I'll talk to you soon. Later, dude. All right, Take bye. Care. You too. Okay, that was another wild ride. Dave is a funny guy and a real, real uh, treat to talk to. He will be back for sure. So hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, yeah, so that's it for this week. Thanks for being here. Like I said at the beginning, please write me. Let me know how you feel, what you think. Lost Rhetoric Podcast at gmail.com, Facebook at Lost Rhetoric Pod, Instagram at Lost Rhetoric Podcast. Um, yeah, and I got some new outro music from my son as well that he he made on that app splash uh so i'm gonna fade that in here quickly (laughs) and uh yeah i will see you next week until then be safe